Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Welcome to We Have Fun. 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 We have and now we're recording, and this is your fault. Neither one of us are prepared. <laughs> Reap what you have sown. <laughs> this is your bed, Douglas. You lay in it. That's fine. I uh, I work best the night of. Oh, yeah. Like that hit HBO miniseries, The Night Of. That's how I work best. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All so right. we're riffing now. We're zetsing. We are. What's that guy's name? Nicholas Winding. Riffin. 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 Neon Vampires? Neon Vampires? Doesn't he do a thing with Neon Vampires? Neon Demon. Neon the Demon. Neon, neon Vampires is a great band name. Write that down. I subscribe. Why are you looking at me? I don't write shit down. Right. All right. That's true. I've never seen it. You're a typist, if anything. Yeah. So here's the thing. We have a scribe and a typist. I have a new entry... On the, the, the short list of future Mrs. Kevin Crosses. Yeah. Here's a short. It is wow, short. It must be nice to have such a simple life. Hey, listen, I, I'm i very hard to please. 75 strong. <laughs> very hard to please. But the new entry, welcome to the group, Miss mm-hmm. Zoe Kazan. Oh, from The Big Sick? Yeah. Wow. The issue is. outside your wheelhouse. The issue is. Well, she's adorable. She's just the cutest. That's what I'm saying. It's outside your wheelhouse. My house, rude. And now, the only thing is, in order to best her heart, I'm going to have to lay waste to her current husband. Who is? Who happens to be none other than my arch enemy, Paul Dano. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they were married. Mm-hmm. I yeah. knew he was your arch enemy, which is a strange <laughs> choice. I mean, mine's Miles Teller, and I feel like that's much more understandable. I don't... I mean, they're both really the same person. Are they, though? They're two sides of the same person. Paul Dano is definitely more talented. But he's got a much more punchable face. Yep. Mm, I, I can't. I, I can't abide a weak jawline. I can't do it. Well... You're going to love me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is something. Yeah, I can't. Good I, for her. I mean, good for him. Good for him. He's punching good for way they. up. Yeah. Uh, when did they get married? I don't know. Probably 20... That's a good year. Yeah. It's a strong was, year. I think we all, as a as a human race, peaked in that year. That was the last year before everything went to shit, so... Yeah. Oh, it, 20... Yes. Things were simpler. Yeah. Back when, you know, complete troglodytes could marry beautiful women. Right. Like Paul Dano and Zoe Kazan. Yeah. Nah. Nah. No, I think... I don't know. That's an interesting... What What? What did you see her in that made you... Um, It was less what I saw her in and... What are you, like, outside her bathroom window? <laughs> throwing like small pebbles um she's not in anything right now well i was watching something oh i tried watching crimson peak yesterday yeah wasn't 
Wasn't unimpressed. Is that the one with Tom Hiddleston and yeah. Jessica Chastain? Yes. And... You do not know her name. No. I don't. No. Wait, is it the girl from Alice in Wonderland? It sure is. What's her name? Couldn't tell you. Exactly. Alice? <laughs> You're so close. Wait, is her name Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> no. But I'm really upset that's not someone's porn name. Because if it was, I'd know. <laughs> that's true. You wouldn't. You of all people would know. Uh, no, it's like... Well, we just gave someone a free porn name. Use it. Yeah. Tag us in your pictures. <laughs> well, okay. Tag me in your pictures. <laughs> it's uh, it's like Mia Waslikowska. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Strong Polish name. I never would have guessed. But I, I looked up her because I was like, she's one of those faces where it's like so familiar... Yeah. But you have genuinely no idea mm-hmm. what her name is. And it was like people also searched for and it was like Jessica Chastain and like all these other, you know, good actresses. And then like three or four blocks over in the Google search was Zoe Kazan. And I was like, wow, she is a cutie. So, you know, of course I clicked. Yeah. Well, like I, five hours later you emerged. Yeah. I Well, I tapped. On, like, Whoa. on the phone. She's a lady, Kevin. Hey, we don't know that. Well, we can assume. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Talking so that's, about a little lady. So that's that. Uh, wasn't she also in... Mine. Was she in Little Women? You're thinking of Florence Pugh. Or am I thinking of C.R.C. Ronan? Sersha. Nope, say Orsi. Okay, but you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Speaking as an Irishman, it is Sersha. Yeah, well, apparently Robert De Niro, also an Irishman. Uh, have you seen the movie? I haven't. Don't. I don't, I don't have nine spare hours. No. And if you do, it's because we're going to be rewatching Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Three times. Well, I hope to never rewatch Avatar. Yeah. What are you going to do when the second one comes out? How are you going to refresh your memory on what happened 12 years ago? Uh, you, all right. Are you familiar with the Dead Space series? Uh, vaguely, yeah. All right. I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one, but there's one where you have to get a hidden codex in your iris out with a machine that shoots needles. Right. That seems like... <laughs> Dead Space. The best way to start. I think it's the second one. It makes sense that it's the second one. Why not? I would rather do that for real oh. than to watch Avatar again. Oh, God. Oh, God. I would rather have the movie Teeth on replay in mine home. Mine own home. Well, you love that movie, so that's not much of a torture. I don't know if I love that movie. I've just seen it a lot. You've You've seen it more than anyone else I know. Well, sure. Who else do you know has seen that movie? By proxy. By proxy, I've seen it more than everybody. You've seen it more than everyone else I know on this earth collectively. Yeah. Well. On this good earth. I don't know if it's a good one. It's an alright one. I've seen better. Yeah. I've had better. Like the, uh, like copy of Earth up in the sky in that one episode of Jimmy Neutron. Or everyone was evil. Evil! I don't think I've seen Did that Do you ever episode. think we're actually on the evil earth? Um, it has it has 
crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it Kevin to your mind? <laughs> I hate you. Because <laughs> I saw I saw a post on the internet, on the social media, mm-hmm. one of them that was like, I hope uh, the alternate version of me, like alternate universe theory or infinite universe theory. I hope, I hope the other version of me is having a good day. I was like, I mean, they can't have a worse day. So that's true. I don't know, man. That is true. It, that, that kind of thinking gets dicey. Call you David because hey man. Why do you tell those jokes? <laughs> because they're funny to me. And in the event that David Heyman or Heyman as it's probably pronounced ever <laughs> listens to this <laughs> You know, the producer of the Harry Potter movies if he's ever like, Oh, look at this, a new podcast from a from the fellas over at We Have Fun. <laughs> That's you know what though. You got to appreciate that that level of bullheadedness. Don't be like, hey, they're talking about me. <laughs> For once in my life, someone's talking about me, and not that rat bastard Christopher Columbus. <laughs> oh man, and not the one that sailed the ocean blue. No, the good one, the one that wrestled the Harry Potter series. <laughs> oh, all right. Rank the Christopher Columbi. <laughs> All two of them? Yes. Well, considering one, you know, brought various diseases to the, the native peoples and also destroyed the Harry Potter series, I'm going to go with the sailor. <laughs> what if... That was how Christopher Columbus annihilated the native peoples. Syphilis Harry Potter DVDs. <laughs> Oh, that is funny. It's the, it just eeks out of the surround sound system. For oh, you syphletic tentacles just out of your bows. Oh, God. That's probably the first time anyone on the earth has ever spoken that sentence. <laughs> so, pretty proud of myself right now. Hey, Guinness, where's my plaque? Yeah, we recorded it, too. I know. Sometimes you get it right first try. There, there are many times in my life where I've thought, like, oh, that's probably the first time anyone on this earth has ever said that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Yeah. That's, uh... We were talking about that the other day that... I mean, Harry Potter, as a person, is bad. Oh, you're bringing up my, uh... Yeah. Like, yeah. objectively. Like, Harry Potter's... He's a real chat athlete. Yeah. He, um... So, I brought this up to Kevin the other day. Um, Harry Potter is a... I hesitate hesitate to say a horrible person, but I will say a horribly written person. Mm -hmm. The man has no interests except a sport. And only the one. It's not like he was like, oh, like... He's not a sportsman. No. It's not like, oh, like, this is fun, but I like this too. It's... This is it. Anything else can jog on. Yeah. Like a muggle. He he has no interest in the arts. Dark or otherwise. No. In fact, he defends against arts. 
dark or otherwise. He's, ugh, he's he's like a STEM student, but worse. Ugh, and it doesn't get much worse than a STEM it student. It doesn't. It does. It's it's difficult. Oh boy. You like maths? Go to hell. <laughs> I'm telling you to your face. Nobody likes math, let alone plural of them. <laughs> you know. It's not enough that you like one math. You gotta like more than one. You like, you like pre-calc and trig? All those maths over there? Big fan. All of them. What? A herd of maths. <laughs> um, like maths to a flame. <laughs> yeah. But like, it goes, it goes beyond just like not having an interest in things. It's whenever people do have interests... Actively dismissive. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like he only cares about himself Mm -hmm. uh, and broomstick games. Which, I mean, hey. Yeah. Go for it, but. Yeah. um, That's a euphemism. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. Ride that broomstick. Ride, Captain Ride, upon your mystery broomstick. All right, we're going to talk over Doug, because he's just going to keep going. But he just, you know, he uses people, and he doesn't really care about them individually. I mean, I, I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the only, like, one-on-one time he gets with Neville, who, as we all know, is the hero of the series. Truly. The, Truly the hero. The only like one-on-one time he gets with him, he petrifies him. Yes. Neville being the only character really to show any growth. Yeah. He, he's completely different at the beginning than where he is at the end. And it's vice versa. Probably one of my favorite character arcs in all of young adult novelization. Everyone else stays the same. Pretty much. Like, they might know more, mm-hmm. but that's just, like, a part of being. Yeah. I mean, this is... I've heard of some static characters, but this is ridiculous. Wow. Hey! That's a... Is that a double entendre? I don't know. I Be- hope so. Because that was one of the spells in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, it was. Cut all that out. It was definitely <laughs> intended for that to be a double entendre. Cut the joke itself. <laughs> Cut it out. And by that, I mean all of my speaking parts. <laughs> So I just sound like a maniac <laughs> talking to myself and laughing. Every once in a while I'll slip up and someone hears like a ghost of your laugh like, wait, there is someone else there. <laughs> oh, fun times. But we, all right, so rank, or rather equate the four houses yes. to real life stereotypes. Okay. Um, this is fun mm-hmm. because we did this the other day. Yeah, so you just have to remember what the answers were. Um, what did we say? Slytherins were so Slyther- It was the Virgin Slytherins versus the Gryffindor Chads. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. And then the Ravenclaws. I can't remember about Ravenclaws, but the Hufflepuffs. Fuck, we just we absolutely yeah. determined that Hufflepuffs. Fuck. Yeah. Ravenclaws was like the ones that sit in the corner and beat off. No, not rolling it out, but not no, their no. defining trait. <laughs> I mean, you don't hear from them throughout most of the book series. So yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who is the most famous Ravenclaw? Uh, probably 
Uh, Luna Lovegood. Yeah, I was going to say. It was either... Well, because Cho Chang was a Hufflepuff, right? No, she was a Ravenclaw. Was she a Ravenclaw? But, I mean, she was just a one-note love interest. I mean, coming from J.K. Rowling, at least she's still straight, you know? <laughs> Honestly, I thought you were going to say, well, in my life. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> we yeah, had a lot of those. <laughs> Uh, oh, the Ravenclaws, we had a name for it. Did Rather, we? you had a name for it. That's even worse. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's not a word. <laughs> Mew? <laughs> I don't know, but it was some sort of deviant thing. They weren't like... I mean, this is low-hanging fruit. You would have thought of this, but they weren't, like, cocks. No. I don't know why you keep thinking Ravenclaws are cocks. Well, <laughs> We've I mean, already established they're not in the closet beating off. You never know. You never know, Kev. You never know. Gavin. Douglas. Anyway, Ravenclaws. Do they fuck or do they not fuck? I think they wish they did. Mm. Ergo, cocks. There you go. <laughs> it always comes back to cuckolding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, they're just unfortunate, you know? I've taken a lot of quizzes. It always comes up Slytherin. Yeah. For me, at least. Well, you're very ambitious. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to strike down anyone who stands in my way. That's true. You are. Lost a lot of homies. Um, got enough dead homies. I don't want no more. I've been saying it. You have been saying it. As has Calvin Tip Harris. Calvin Harris? No. T.I. Yeah, no, I know that's T.I., but he has, this, he has the same real name as... I believe so. Calvin Harris? Let's look it up. This is for me to look up. Ugh. Tip. T.I.P.I. Harris. King like T, I, but in the shy. Larry. Sorry, Clifford. Clifford Joseph Harris. That sounds a little bit better. He's 39 years old. Will be 40 this year. Mm -hmm. Also, he is shorter than me. Too short? Not too short. T.I. Yes. Only by an inch, though. It's... Kanye is like five inches shorter than me. Yeah. He's a little guy. It is impressive how T.I. managed to completely evade uh, the the larger part of scrutiny. Yeah. For personally checking his teenage daughter's hymen. Her hoo-hoo, if you will. Her no-no place. Her choo-choo. Her uh-uh. <laughs> Her no. <laughs> or as Shakespeare would call it, nothing. He would. He would. Much Ado About It. Sure, fact. yeah. What if that's what Much Ado About Nothing is about? Just T.I. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Doug, that is what it's about. Making a big fuss that's over his joke. daughter's nothing. That is funny. We should write that. Yeah. Mm, you know what? In hindsight, probably not. We shouldn't write that. I think you mean in hindsight. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm probably going to cut that out. <laughs> We are, I gotta start creating some like outtake. 
things. Like, oh, it sounds like something, but then like make it so something was like noticeably cut out from the. I, you should just make like one long thing of just non-intersecting punchlines, <laughs> which in, there's no setup. It's just like, do you think when Ti when Ti's daughter gets married, she's gonna hymenate her last name and then just cut into the next one? <laughs> that poor girl. Oh boy. She's just you know. Well, obviously, T.I. listened to our old podcast <laughs> oh, yeah, and found out, like, whoa, big, that's what... It is. He's a big chairman. Yeah. That's what happens. That's, I mean, she's strong. She's not going to get broken that easily. <laughs> that's what that thing looks like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this took a weird turn. <laughs> Fairly early on. So anyway, back to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bet Paul Dano's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> Kick his ass. I think evidence suggests that Paul Dano is nothing if not a Hufflepuff. I don't know. I don't know. That would require him to be a decent person. Miles Teller's a Slytherin. <laughs> don't you put that evil in my house. Well, the way that we equated Slytherins, you don't want to be a Slytherin. I think we all want to be Hufflepuff. <laughs> You know what? I think that's probably fair. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of qualities. I mean, what your boy, uh, what Isaac Newton? No, why does he keep coming up tonight? That is the second time. Uh, who's the? It's funny because he's a gravity guy. I think he'd be going down. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah. Bring it in. Bring it in. Shake my hand. Uh, DJ Khaled's of the world I hate him. The Venn diagram of Isaac Newton and DJ Cowd is just two separate circles. <laughs> oh, man. There's Isaac Newton under that tree. The apple. I was getting some head. Getting, getting some head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wow, we are on one. We are. <laughs> Something happened. Oh, oh man, we gotta get all these good episodes in before the crickets come back. <laughs> <laughs> we have like six months. In my head, I just like started hearing Oh Fortuna and just like the ghostly chirp of crickets. <laughs> If that's what cricket sounded like. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Just Just like... <laughs> oh, God. Like Brainy from Hey Arnold just creeping through your backyard. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So we've, like, here's something to think about that's, like, real off the wall. But, like... What if there was, like, some sort of, like, EMT blast or, like, a sunspot? I don't know how that goes, but, like, it, like, transposed. <laughs> EMT blaster. All I'm thinking is luring first responders and just blowing them away. <laughs> EMP. Uh, I EMP. said the wrong word. No, all right. So, an EMP. Okay. Or something. Like, that's not how that would work. But, like, what if 
even if it was just on a small scale like insects yeah what if like all of their noises like somehow got like transposed to one another Ooh. so like uh i don't know what else like off the top of my head makes a sound other than like crickets <laughs> what other insects make noises uh locust that's a weird choice i meant to say cicadas <laughs> Uh, yes, this incredibly rare insect that pops up every 17 years. <laughs> it just ravages the crops. <laughs> What's the uh, the biblical plague? <laughs> Frogs? <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it just crickets? Flies in the... Yeah, I mean... But or is that just the wings? That's a, that's a byproduct. Yeah. <laughs> no, the wings are silent. It's the flies themselves <laughs> that are like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... Like a child pretending to drive. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question. Okay. Um, are cricket chirps only a high pitch because they're small? Like, because they're mini? I, I don't <laughs> you know. know. Small mini. You know. Like the car. So if it was a giant cricket, if it would be like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> would it be a car alarm? I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, actually, I think maybe you're right because it's like little legs because it makes it because they're kicking. They're like kicking their legs. Because I saw legs. James and the Giant Peach and that's how they explain it. Oh, what a movie. What a good movie. That's on Disney+. Plus. Is that Tim Burton? Uh, I don't think so. But it is the same team behind Nightmare Before Christmas. So there you go. That movie's real creepy. Which became Leica. Oh, did it? Yeah. So well, because like uh, Leica picture. The cat's in it. And Jack Skellington. Yeah. And the cat's in Nightmare Before Christmas. Hmm. A lot of ins and outs and what have you. A lot of cat. But, but I would assume. A lot of puss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would assume that uh, if it was bigger, it would make a different noise. Like a much deeper noise. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stay focused. What is yours like? One of those Nerf balls? <laughs> 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 what with the whistlings? <laughs> um, how terrifying would it be if you just saw... Well, yes, also what you're thinking, but also a cricket roughly the size of a tractor trailer just starts like sawing its legs together to. <laughs> I don't know what noise that would make. <laughs> it plays O Fortuna with its legs. <laughs> this might be the dumbest conversation we've yeah. ever had, but it is making me giddy. No, well, I guess it would just be like, all right, what if like ants made the noises that like lynxes make? Have you ever heard two lynxes yelling at each other? Eh. No, that's a goat, first of all. <laughs> right. Sorry, I get them mixed up. Um, lynx, I'm pretty sure, sound... If, it, if it's the big cat that I'm thinking of, which are lynxes big cats? I'm the big cat. That's true. Uh, they are big cats. If it's what I'm thinking of, it's... They're sizable cats in the middle <laughs> There are five... There are five cats in the big cat family. There are, however, 32 in the sizable cat family. See, also, ample. <laughs> um, but it sounds like two people 
screaming bloody murder at one another. Oh. So an Italian household. Are they casting spells on each other? <laughs> and we're back. If Lynx is... Bubble toilet trouble. <laughs> Hocus pocus. If Lynx's were in Hogwarts, would they be Hufflepuffs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lynx... What is Link? I guess it would be Link's is. Okay. This is... Or Linux would be the this. Word. All right. So, this, uh, this video comes to you from Storyful Rights Management. Right. The, the name of it is Two Links in Ontario Have an Intense Conversation. Oh, boy. I like that their heads lead in together. <laughs> so, when you said they just scream at each other, I, for some reason in my head, I thought it would be like an argument, but it's literally just, yeah. just screaming. Yeah. I mean, that is actually what I imagine. It's pretty close to an Italian household. Yes. <laughs> Got into a fight with Nana again. Billy Joel's scenes from an Italian household. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Nana. Nana. Nah. Oh, Nana. Nana. <laughs> that was how the original song was supposed to go. A little inside baseball for you. Oh, boy. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, Ruby. Ruby. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. So now that <laughs> are you okay? Is all odd a miss? I know. I just checked my notes, and I'm. I don't know if I said this on a pod, so I don't want to repeat myself. But um, I have idea for a YouTube series, like does it blend? Only called does it fuck? <laughs> I don't think you said that on the pod. I, okay. think, I think you said that to me in person. Oh. Maybe over this weekend. Maybe. When we had adventures. We did have adventures. Let's talk about those adventures. Let's talk about adventures. River cruises. Yes. Viking river cruises. Hell of a time. Sponsored by Viking River Cruise. Is it? Are we? We could be. No, probably not. They're pretty high profile. Are they? No one's going on cruises anymore because well. they're going to get the corona. Yeah, God, we really dodged a bullet and it wasn't called the Presidente virus. <laughs> we would never get sponsored by Presidente. Hail the DR. Yeah. Um, no, we went to Pop Punk Night. Yeah. Uh, at the Smiling Moose. The Moose was. And smile. let me tell you, really, I, I have a hard time imagining we weren't breaking fire code. Yeah. There were. Many people there. I feel like if we had been in the downstairs, if we had looked up to the ceiling, we'd probably see it bowing. Maybe. I, at least a, a very cinematic amount of dust coming down. Yes. Landing in our Belle Biv DeVos. Mm-hmm. But, um, now, I, I wouldn't say I had a bad time. 
But I'm more curious about what your thoughts were, because this is your second, roughly. The first one was an emo night, and we won't talk about that. Good. But uh, <laughs> this this pop punk night was uh, strikingly similar. There's yeah. a lot of overlap. Yeah. Um, so here's a little something about a Douglas like me. Never should have bet let in. Nope. <laughs> should have met. Should have been. Somebody, somebody making eggs. Should have been let into pop punk. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, or should have bet Lennon, apparently. <laughs> um, it's it's not my genre, mm, certainly. Not, not the scene. It's certainly not my genre. Um, and I feel like that makes it unfair to the people that are there enjoying themselves. Because... It's basically just me judging people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was doing, too. I think that's what a lot of people were doing. Yeah. And it was like, wow, there sure are a lot of flannel shirts here. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of undercuts. Yeah. It was... it To me, it really seemed like a bunch of eighth graders grew beards and all showed up at this bar. That's pretty accurate. It's a, definitely like... I don't want to really attribute... I, I, I do want to point out uh-huh. the emo night was actually a band playing. Yes, pop punk night was just some DJ playing punk music. Yeah, sorry, pop punk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not real punk. Not music. real. I mean, yeah. Um, no. So I don't want to attribute. You know, I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush. But I think that this, as in, and in, in addition, in an emo night, is an excuse for people to kind of revert to uh an earlier time yeah because it de- you definitely do get that vibe but when you look around you're like ah these are adults with like careers and stuff and they're acting like it's a some of them are yeah i feel like a lot of them were also students yeah i mean that's probably just as true students but it definitely did seem like uh some very like middle school dance Kind of a scenario, but like lot, this time with with legal alcohol. A lot of Ravenclaws in that crowd. Oh yeah, a lot of Ravenclaws. It was also we're just gonna get this out of the way because I know we're both thinking of it. Very, very weirdly homoerotic vibe. It was, it was. Um, um, a lot of bro hugs. No matter where I stood. A lot of sweaty man groping there was some man just pointedly backing into my back and lingering yeah it happened quite a few times and i wasn't wasn't happy about it Mm -hmm. um because here's my thing they're probably there having a good time yeah not to say i wasn't having a good time but I wasn't having as good a time as they were. Sure. Well, yeah. It's, so I was finding stuff like that much uh-huh. more annoying than, like, so, yeah. funny. There were, yeah. And, it, I mean, that happens pretty much, you know, anywhere. But mm-hmm. uh, I felt like, you know, a girl at a club just getting unwanted attention. Oh, that's interesting. Because... I'm a hot piece of ace. I, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, it yeah, is. That's why I'm here. It is why you're here. Yeah. You also, try to deny it. Ladies, gotta tell you, forthwith, Doug doesn't put out. It's I, true. I've been trying for eight damn years. I, I can't be bothered. No, he's just too damn lazy. Yeah. Really, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, all right. So, 
I was having an all right time. Uh, you know. Well, you were there to see some friends. Yeah. Some and, old friends. And, like, the, the so the couple of the issues was that it was so crowded and it was so loud mm-hmm. that I was there in proximity to them. Yeah. But I couldn't talk to them even if I was standing right next to them. Yeah. And I couldn't hear anything you guys were talking yeah. about. Yeah. And that's sort of like it it didn't take like a lot away, but it it did kind of feel bad. Um cuz I like I was like I know this isn't really Doug scene even though we are within arm's length of one another. Mm-hmm. I cannot hear a word he's saying. He cannot hear a word I'm saying. So that felt very isolated. Yeah. And I was like I feel bad for like dragging him down here and he doesn't really know any of these songs and he doesn't really know anybody here. Until I did. Until you did. Um, but shout out your boy Choin. Choin. Um, we, it's safe to say that there was nobody having as good a time as a young Rick Moranis though. Oh my God. So one of the aspects of this night is that there's a stage and since there is no aforementioned band on the stage, it's just a guy running a Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. There's a probably, what would you say? 15 or 15 or 18 people. Yeah, upwards of 20. Looking like the shittiest chorus of all time. Yeah, um, the angriest chorus. Yeah, just screaming the wrong words back into this sea. So confident. Of pe- yes. Like, so confident. The weirdest confidence. Because like, the only thing you could hear was the music. Mm-hmm. And you can hear what's being said in the music... And what's being said in the music is not matching up. With, matching up with the mouths of the people on stage. Yeah, it was really like if you've if anybody's watched uh, the bad lip reading. Yes, it's it was really a lot like that. Yeah, and uh, they they're trying to pump yeah. up the crowd, mm-hmm. and it's like they're just being wrong. So mm-hmm. I don't know that it's working. And they were lucky enough that the people that noticed didn't care enough to point it out. Mm-hmm. And the people that didn't notice were just too drunk. Yeah. Which leads well, we're also on stage with Yeah, them. that's true. Which leads me to one of my other major points is that one, one big takeaway, one big negative takeaway, is that clearly people that go to pop punk nights, mm-hmm. if there's a Venn diagram and you've got one circle is people that frequent a pop punk night. Mm-hmm. And the other circle is... People that linger in front of the bar, mm-hmm. it is one big circle. <laughs> they overlap 100%. Yeah, that bar was hard to reach. So I thought I was standing in a quasi line. As it turns out, I was there for an eight man powwow. <laughs> <laughs> no ticket required. Oh, man. Just wanted to get my light beer and head out. <laughs> that was something. That yeah. was something entirely. Yeah, that was and difficult. like, I was, I was very tired that night going mm-hmm. into it, mm-hmm. and was achieving headache status very quickly. Um, so that kind of took away from it for me too. By the end, like once they started playing non-punk things, yeah, they branched out a little bit, and I was like, oh, this is something I can get behind. And then it switched back, and then we were leaving. Yeah, well, I mean. What, it was like one or so? Yeah. Well, you rekindled your love for 303. I did. So that was nice. Yeah. You got that going for you. Sans Katy Perry this time. Yeah. I mean, hey, man. Bittersweet. Like a symphony. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they say. What do they say? They say, 
tell him I'm a vegetarian, and I'm not fucking scared of him. Okay. They do say that. They do say that. Yeah. I, I have proof. I have receipts. Yeah. That's been said. Um. Yeah, so... That's two, yo, me junior. Um, the first one you were complicit in. <laughs> in fact, you helped plan that out, so... It's, well, I didn't know that I I still have that, the cards, that so... Part of it out. <laughs> oh, babe, of course. I wrote that. I'm hugely pedantic, so... You are. That's, I hold on to everything. People always ask me, like, what's one word you'd use to describe Kevin? And I'm like, pediatric. He's a pe- he's a pedant. <laughs> Uh, is, that, is he on a list somewhere? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Um, what I will say about emo night is it didn't feel like we were there very long. We really weren't. No. Pop punk night. I was like, this is a long hour. Well, yeah. And the other main difference was when we went to emo night, we were in company with some VIPs. Yes. So people that... Whom we could commune with. Yeah. So people that kind of were... Not running the show, but we're very tight with the people that were running the show. So we got a little bit special treatment. Although the doorman did give us a hassle. That's true. We pretty much just had to walk by him because the two people in front of us just walked by. Well, that was the thing. So there was four of us. It was me, Doug, and two other women. uh, Lovely women. (laughs) Two other women. Two other women. Because we are women. (laughs) I mean, yeah. We're going to an emo night, so. Hey, man. That's your genre. David, please. (laughs) And... The door guy was like, sorry, we're at capacity. And we were like, that's ridiculous. We have tickets. You cannot be at capacity. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to purchase tickets. And then while we're arguing with this guy, who's like not super old i feel like he's this might be like his first time or in the mix of like his first five he was very much 20 (laughs) he was very nervous about the whole thing like he was hoping we would just respect his authority which is real dumb (laughs) and boy was he wrong yeah and then while we're arguing with this guy um these two like complete psychopaths just bypassed the whole thing and walked right in and he two chads and then his face like if you had a textbook of all like a clinical study of all the possible facial emotions if you look up down like downcast that's what his face was he was just like I failed. Yeah. I failed in my duty. My only duty. And then he pulled out a sword and fell on it. Yes. And we walked right past his corpse. Harry Carey. Harry Carey here. <laughs> and that was, yeah, we were there for probably like three or four drinks. And I was like, well, this was not worth the effort. No. No. Did we go somewhere after that? I genuinely don't remember. I it's think not we, important. We went back to the ass, I think. Maybe. It just got shitty on high life, baby. Hey. I love it. <laughs> You're like so close to Clint Eastwood there. Like, hey, high life, baby. <laughs> um, I got distracted by high life. You don't want the beer of champagne. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I wish I knew enough about champagne to identify what the beer of champagnes would be. <laughs> or what the champagne of champagnes. Isn't it Moet? Um, it's Moet. <laughs> you <know> that moat? <laughs> girl got that moat. <laughs> hey girl, what that moat do? Yeah. Um, I don't remember any songs from Emo Night. 
I'm really it's pretty much the same playlist. Yeah. Except that now there's a live band. Although the nice thing about Emo Night is that it is it's like a live karaoke. Yeah. So like the band plays the songs live and like random assholes get up on stage and they sing the songs. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. Mm, vaguely. It's like the shtick. This was like also five years ago, so I could forgive you. That's true, it was. Yeah, it was a long it was, long it was a time. time. Yeah. It, it was, was it was probably four years ago if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, that's still one less year. It's one less year without you. Um. <laughs> so, anywho, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't Ballad. regret it. I like. I like going out. That's. Yeah. So it's like whatever. I'm down. Oh yeah. But um, I'm down for a fun time. I just feel bad because I felt like you probably hadn't seen those friends in a while, and I felt like a better setting would have been one where you could actually communicate with them yeah well i mean usually we go to the summit up in mount washington but you take your chances where you get them yeah um shit fire i had a, something i was gonna say but i forgot what it was I've been there forever um no washington yeah no, I just, I don't know. I kind of, we don't really go out anymore. Yeah, well, we don't even go out anymore. Well, you need money to do that. Yeah. The royal you. Yes. I mean, collectively, but also the royal you. Yeah. Because you need to show me a nice time for once. That's true. I mean, from your certain perspective. Yes. I think every time with me is a nice time, but... Well... I'm spoiled. I have to live with me all the You time. thought. <laughs> Bitch, you thought. Um, but yeah, it was an enjoyable time overall. Well, I'm glad you didn't outright hate it. Yeah, it was a good time with my good buddy Kevin. Oh, babe, it was absolutely freezing outside, though. You know what? I was perfectly fine, which probably contributed to my headache. Yeah, because that's... here's what happened. What happened? Tell me what happened, Doug. Um, when we were walking back to your car, mm-hmm. no, we were walking from your car to the bar. Hardy har. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shaking with cold so much that the vibrations of my head shaking were giving me neck strains. Oh boy, the bad vibrations. Which shot an ache up my neck spike into my skull, Ooh. thus creating a headache. You know what's... I and would... then when you dropped me off back in my house that night... Yeah, tell me about this. I was... Ascending my front steps, and I hear a crash next to me, mm-hmm. and it's a deer coming out of the bushes. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay." And then, like, I gradually turn to like the driveway to see if like you had seen anything because I jumped something fierce just to see. <laughs> I just imagine you like coming up from behind on like a Kodiak bear, just like <laughs> beating it up. Give me the wallet. <laughs> Like, so like I, this deer comes out and I'm on like hands are up and I'm like hands up don't shoot deer and I'm like turning like you believe this Kevin and then I see another animal smaller but not tiny <laughs> jump off of the railing of my front porch <laughs> and I'm just like And, like, I don't take my eyes away from where it landed, but I'm, like, pulling my phone out of my pocket to bring up my flashlight. Shine the light on the spot where it landed. Nothing. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to get time now. Just 
slammed that door shut, locked it, bolted it. Yeah, that's uh, always a fear of mine coming out of this place. Because it's like your house is surrounded on all three sides by heavy woods. Yes. And I'm like, never, like when I leave, I have to play by like, never look in a mirror. Because you're going to see something you don't like. Guaranteed. Just drive straight and drive true. <laughs> don't look back. There are times. And like, it, it doesn't phase me anymore because I've lived here so long. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm backing up my car at night, like to leave, and like I glance out the rear window and just like see all the like the woods just illuminated in the red brake. It's like, oh, there's just a face there, like in between the trees. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm in my car. I just drive away. (laughs) Yeah, hope for the best when I come back. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's uh, it's 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 a. It's a pretty overarching general fear every single time I leave. Well, hey, I don't get to leave. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, it's funny. It is funny. Is it funny? Eh, I go back and forth on it. <laughs> you gotta learn to laugh at your fears. <laughs> ha! Spiders. <laughs> Well, not those. Those make me irrationally angry and murderous. Ha! Abandonment. There you go. (laughs) Ha ha! You think you can leave me? Uh, Oh, joke's on you. I'm like herpes. (laughs) I'm the syphilitic tentacle of friends. We're reaching in your ears. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, this always throws me off. What's that? When I see someone else with my last name on Twitter. I don't like that. Especially when it's someone that I do follow who is responding to them. And it's like, oh, you won't respond to my last name. You Mm. respond to their last name. Also, shout out to Terry McGlynn for endorsing Elizabeth Warren. Terry McGlynn. Terry, though this is a man... Terry was my grandmother's name. It is weird that the one thing that we seem to differ on, we don't really go too back and forth about Terry's. Terry's, yeah. Well, you being a what? What? What is? The, what are the Warren people called? What do you call yourself? Lizards. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. I don't know. Wardens. Hmm. Warmongers. <laughs> That's probably just as appropriate. Um, well, I mean, like, Sanders people are... Bernie bros. You know, neo-Nazis. <laughs> oh, divisive. I'm kidding. It's just how they act to Warren supporters. Even though she's got plans for that. She's sure... Um, Am I boring you, Doug? Yeah, well, no, someone posted a pretty funny, funny uh, side-by-side picture thing. Here's picture A. Okay. And here's picture B. Hmm, that's funny. Picture A is Joe Biden smiling with his hand on the shoulder of Pete Buttigieg. Picture B is Supreme Chancellor Palpatine looking at Anakin Skywalker like, I've got you. 
I still don't believe that his last name is pronounced Buttigieg. Palpatine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very same. Um, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Buddy Judge. You make that joke every time. Do I? Well, actually, you say booty judge. No, I don't. You do. You have said it. I don't think so. That's your opinion. <laughs> Kevin, I've got receipts. That's uh, your opinion. Uh, what other notes do you have? I have... Here's a story. All right. I just thought of it. <laughs> it's going to be a blockbuster hit. No. Um, I had a dream the other night. And in this dream, I realized something. What's that? So, all right, let me ask you a question before I get into this. Have you ever dreamt of something that you believe to be true? And so, like, you just kind of accept in your waking life that, like, oh, yeah, that's, like, how it is. So, Uh, so, perhaps. like, Like, context, a few, like, a month ago or so, I had a dream that, like, Kesha was dead. Okay. And in the dream, it was like, oh, yeah, like, don't you remember? And it was like, oh, yeah, she did die. And so, like, the next couple of days, I was like, man, I, like, I forgot Kesha died. I didn't, like, look it up. Right. To find out that she, in fact, did not die. Because that's my job. Yeah. You weren't here for mm-hmm. it. Um, but that was the chair. Um, right. Sure. Gotcha. So it was, it had to be over the summer. Okay. Um... You just thought of this dream that happened over the course of the summer. No, the dream I had was the other night. Okay. But it was directly related to, I guess, a dream I had over the summer. Oh, oh boy. It's a two-parter. Yeah. Okay. And in the dream over the summer, it was about basically several different types of apocalypse were happening okay. at once. Um, we're talking like... Yeah. Like, nuclear holocaust mixed with, like, a zombie thing mixed with biblical mm-hmm. thing. And also just, like, the world falling apart because space. John Cusack. Right. Right. Um, but it was, like, very dark and sinister, as you might expect the apocalypse Right, to be. yeah. <clears throat> and somehow I just equated that to, in my waking life, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a movie that I had watched. Mm. And... I chalked it up to, oh, yeah, that was that new Final Destination movie that came out over the summer. Okay. Then I had a dream the other night, and I was like, oh, like, I forgot about that movie. And, like, I woke up and was like, I want to watch it again. That's interesting. So I went on IMDb and was like, well, like, which was it called? There hasn't been a Final Destination movie in, like, seven years. Really? So I don't know what I was attributing this thing to. It was a movie I've never seen. It doesn't exist. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's interesting. Um, it's weird that, I mean, you kind of bring up the, the subject. I don't really have a lot to go through on yours. I mean, what 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 do you re- remember were your last thoughts before you went to sleep that would have spurned something like that on? Or spurred um, on? No end. I, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell you, but, like, this isn't an isolated thing. I have continuation dreams, Mm -hmm. you know, months later all the time. Interesting. It's probably something to hold on to. I very rarely dream. So, when I do, it's always, like, 
really bad shit. Yeah. And I had a dream the other night. So it's strange to me that you bring this up. I actually had a dream last night. Mm. Uh, in before all three of our viewers go, oh, you actually dream every night, but you just don't remember it. I hate our viewers. Right. The fucking worst. I love our listeners. Hate our viewers. Yeah, the viewers are the worst. But you and I were in like a college course. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know, like it was, it was stadium seating. So it was like a lecture hall, mm-hmm. but it was, the classroom was like a traditional, like grade school classroom, mm-hmm. but it was like stadium riser seating. And yet you were like seated on the other side of the room, like mm-hmm. uh, parallel to me. So we were both in like the last level, but I was like in seat A and you would have been in seat like F, like mm-hmm. close enough that we can like make facial expressions to one another about how the class was going. Yeah. But, um, we were, so we were like doing the whatever and like the teacher was like one of the more like enigmatic, like call me, call me Michael, you know, Mm -hmm. don't call me doctor, whatever, like call me Michael, like one foot just off the desk, like hovering above Uh, the air kind of thing. And we're doing it. And then everything gets like real, like crazy all of a sudden. And first there's like a pit, like, like a, like a, uh, at like a show, yeah. There's like a like a pit in the middle. And it's okay. Like, and not like a pit to the underworld. No, no, not like the pit to the underworld. Like there's like a, a group of people in like a plateau area. Okay. And we can't like be well. Like our vantage point, I'm assuming, because I couldn't, and you seemed confused as well. It starts going like batshit crazy mm-hmm. in the pit, and then the professor who is unnamed and really doesn't have a face. Like sometimes when I'm thinking about it, he's got a mustache and glasses. Sometimes just, I don't know. I mean, whatever. at that point you might as well not have a face. Right. Well, <laughs> save that thought because he emerges, he emerges and he's doing the like Steve Irwin, like arms thing. Okay. Like, where his like arms are to his side. All right. Like he's bracing for something. Like he's trying to calm people down. Okay. And you and I are like, what the, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. kind of doing, like, the Blink-182 guy, like, mouthing, like, what the fuck? And a goddamn jaguar ah. jumps up. And at first, like, the way that it was moving, I was like, that's a big fucking snake. Yeah. And no, yeah. turns out... <laughs> it would be. It would be. <laughs> turns out it's a jaguar. And <laughs> That uh, is a sizable cat. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, like, kind of got it. Like, he's clearly done this before. And he's, like, kind of moving around. And, like, the cat's, like, going... You know what it reminds me a lot of is uh, Tarzan versus... What's the... Is it a jaguar or is it a leopard in Tarzan? I think it is a jaguar. Is it a jaguar? Yeah. Um, It could be a leopard. Whatever its name is, it's not Bagheera, but... Whatever its name is. Uh, does it have a name? It, it does. It does have a name. But I just know. Bagheera is the good panther and... <laughs> the, the good panther. Yeah. Weeknights at 7 on ABC. <laughs> the good panther. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> uh, it's not Shere Khan because he's a tiger from the Jungle Book. Right. It's not Baloo because he's the bear from the Jungle Book. Uh... Shh. Kurt, no, not Kerchak. Kerchak's a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Well, 
guess somebody had to play it, right? I don't know. Uh, main driver was Jane. Tantor? Tantor's the elephant. Um, We're going to get to the bottom of this. I assure you that. Um, But anyway, not to get too far off the subject. Right. um, So it it was like that. It was a lot like that, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, so everything's like kind of, they're doing the like Star Trek, like dun, 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 thing. Sabor. Sabor. I was or, like, I, or, or Sabor or Sabor. I always pronounce it Sabor. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Right, right, that, right. That's right, the whole right. thing. Right, right, right. S-A-B-O-R, right? Yes. Okay. And they're doing that. And then for some reason, somebody jumps up to like try to help out the professor. Oh, it's also a leopard. Is it a leopard? It is a leopard. And just fucks everything up. Right. Just fucks everything up. And I figured it was going to be one of those scenarios where, like, once shit gets real, like, I'll probably wake up. Mm-hmm. But I watched in my head, in my my waking sleep, I watched this poor man get eviscerated by a cat a sizable one a sizable cat uh for a fairly long time wow uh to the point where like it was a little bit like this is a dream right like i'm gonna wake up (laughs) that's always a great feeling right because like once it was done because it this is the thing is that even though it was a big cat a sizable one at least yeah it behaved much like a house cat. Mm. And if you're familiar with grabbing a cat's, like, tum area. Tum-tum? Tum-tum? Yes. When they don't like the tum-tum touched. Yes. And they do the thing where... <laughs> when they don't like you being a tum-tum tugger. Yeah. Whenever they, like, do the thing where they grab with the two front beans, mm. and then they use the back beans to kick frantically with their claws <laughs> out. It did that, which I thought was real jarring, because that's not a big cat move. No. That's a pretty small cat move. Yeah. And then, scarier still, is that when it got done, it looked up at us. But we were on different sides. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I don't like the symbology well, of that. That's right, so that's the thing, is that there must have been like 80 or 100 people in this class, mm-hmm. and nobody decided that at any point they were going to leave. We just watched it happen. Well, yeah, I mean, that'd be a show. It would be a show. And it was like, of the 100 people in the class, it just scanned for you and I. Which makes sense. It's my dream. Yeah, but it was like, the most attractive. Well, it's fair. Also, yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Real cats, no. I've been saying it. And that's, uh, it's like, I want it did like the butt wiggle uh-huh. and then I woke up. So I, I'm curious because was it yesterday or the day before? I could have been a couple of days at this point. It doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. When I sent you that video of the dude sticking his hand in the lion's cage. That was a couple of days ago. Yeah. I wonder if that could have been a factor. Maybe. In causing it. Well, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the whole video because I knew. As soon as that idiot stuck his hand in a lion's cage, I went, oh, okay, he's losing that. Yeah. Uh, he screams for a while. I'm sure. And nobody does anything. Oh, well, why would you? Yeah. But um, In fact, the guy filming it steps further away, 
realizes that no one else is doing anything or moving, so he gets closer to keep filming it. Hey, don't film. Just don't don't help. Just film. That is interesting. Yeah. So I, that's hopefully that doesn't turn into a two parter because that's some bitch just waiting for me. Oh, I'm curious. Um, I love dreams. I'm very happy that I do dream a lot mm-hmm. and I can remember them. Yeah, that's a, um, it's a special gift. I've I have interesting ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the ones that are like innocent enough where it's like, um. Like, I had one the other few days ago where it was like, I was as old as I am now, but also, I was like, oh man, like, today's my last day of high school, I gotta make sure I get there on time, and it was like, nine o'clock in the morning, it's like, I'm already late, it's like, well, I gotta... Guess I'll just go to college then. Yeah, I guess I, I'll like, well, it's like last day, I don't wanna miss like, yearbook pictures or something, it's like, and then that's when you have, I have like the, wait a minute... Yeah. I'm done with school. Mm-hmm. So this must be a dream. So wake up. Yeah. But a lot of them, and I don't know if there's something to read into this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them feature my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough that I do have a good mm, f- several friends. I hesitate to say many because it sounds douchey. Yeah. But it is many. I got a lot of people that like me. It is many, but it, I, I'm going to downplay it. But, He's uh, humble like that. Yeah. Um, but usually in the dreams, they are betraying me in a certain way. Hmm. In certain. Whether it be... Usually it's on like a very personal level. Mm-hmm. There's a dude and listening to this who'd like analyzes his dreams for a living and he's mm-hmm. like oh these motherfuckers are gonna kill one another <laughs> he knows but it's not you mm-hmm. you're always on the side of hell them. yeah <laughs> because like don't you... tell him about your dreams gun <laughs> well I'm getting devoured <laughs> by a leopard in yours <laughs> uh, or about to be at least but I guess you are too so yeah. we have some like common enemy in this. we have food yeah Steve Irwin is not here to protect us from our common enemy. Yeah. Um, but, like, the ones where you do pop up, you're, you're always, like, the, the confidant. Like, yeah, well, that's, like, his issue or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's, that's comforting. Yeah. It's, like, I don't know if it's, like... Misdirection? <laughs> I don't have... Yeah, probably. I don't have, like, these suspicions or fears in life. Yeah. That, like... Yeah, man. Well, that's people are, you know, being a, a mm-hmm. Brutus and Cassius to me. Right. Well, that's so. That's kind of interesting. Um, on the whole, would you say that your dreams are on the lighter side, or are they more foreboding? Mm. It's it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. It's pro- it's about balanced. I'd say. Yeah. Um, what I I will say is I do enjoy all of them. Even the foreboding ones. Interesting. I like a good nightmare. Keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, I have straight up nightmares. And now that I've spoken it into existence, it's probably going to happen. You're going to wake up screaming. Yeah. But most of my dreams. Once you are... see that face in the rear view. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Most of my dreams are pretty bummer. Yeah. Um, which is weird because I'm, you know, I'm such a hype jovial person in real life yeah so 
I mean, people always ask me, like, what's one word you'd use to describe Kevin? And I'm like, pedantic. <laughs> Second word, jovial. Yeah. Um, real cherubic behavior from that one. <laughs> no, but there, I don't know. I, like, again, I, don't, I doubt there's anything to read in. I don't really subscribe to uh, dream reading as any kind of... Uh, scientific method of figuring one's inner thoughts out well i'm i'm curious now because i didn't even think to look it up um <laughs> okay google what does it mean when you dream about getting eaten by a big cat i'm sure there's someone when you let's see when you dream friends betray when you dream about your friends betraying you to dream of betrayal represents feelings of disappointment or being let down, having wasted your time trusting someone, unexpressed or bottled up feelings about being deceived. Negatively, betra- ne- yeah, negatively, betrayal may reflect a heightened degree of suspicion you feel for a person, relationship, or situation. Now, I'm going to click on this because I'm curious to see what the positive outlook of betrayal could be. Uh, let's see. Uh, alternatively, a dream may reflecting feelings about self due to bad choices. Hold on. Wait, did I read that right? Alternatively, a dream may reflecting feelings about self due to bad choices. Okay, I did read it right. Huh. Um, feeling that you gave into temptation, giving into last minute temptation after expecting to be impervious to temptation, self pity, or feeling sorry for yourself. Example A woman dreamed of being betrayed. In waking life, she was on a diet and gave into temptations to eat junk food. She felt that she had betrayed herself and was disappointed in herself. Okay, it's not anything like that. It's like a deeply personal thing. Alright, so I'm trying to look up. Maybe people are being dishonest to me in real life, and I'm just too trusting. I mean, hey, maybe you're just like your mother. She's never satisfied. That's true. Maybe I'm... No, I think it's just like my father. He's never sad. Maybe I'm just like my mother. I can't both be sad if not satisfied. <laughs> it's a very upsetting family life. <laughs> one dumb's cry lyrics. Okay, maybe, maybe just, like just like my like father, father too bold. bold. That's, That's it. <laughs> Mind you, I didn't look it up. <laughs> I didn't even get to it. It was just like... <laughs> that spark. Yeah. We are... Synced. Totally synced. All right, so I've got a couple of different interpretations here. For being eaten? Well, so I've got, I've narrowed it down to being hunted. Yes. Being um, attacked by a cat and then just dreams about cats. And all three of them mean something different. Interesting. So. Ooh, are dreams about cats related to the Egyptian sense? Sort of, but not really. Okay. We'll get back to it. But being hunted. Which, I mean, that's a stretch, since we're kind of like fish in a barrel here. Yeah. But being hunted... Being preyed upon. Basically, exactly, is that it's like a... Realiza- it's like a... Kind of a thing of your subconscious that's like... 
you believe you're being misled in real life, okay. um, so on and so forth. I have dreams about being attacked by cats is symbolic of a fear that you're taking too much from people in your life and not giving back enough or that you're frustrated because, and this is on a totally different plane, something is not going as planned. Really curious as to how they connected those dots. Yeah, those are very different things. And also, I don't take help from anybody. That's true. So, you're very self-sufficient. That's a, yeah. I'm a I'm a helper, not a helpy. Yeah. Um, I don't like going to be the death of you, right? I don't. Maybe I don't like owing people. Oh no, it's and, a horrible feeling. And I I'm the kind of person who like I'm very like quid pro quo like that mm-hmm. where like if I've done something for you I expect but I usually will not ask you to do something for me and mm-hmm. vice versa if we are totally square and you go one up on the relationship I'm gonna like just fester over that idea for quite yeah. some time um, I don't mind helping people mm-hmm. um, but I don't like owing them help yeah 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 exactly um now, I also have dreams about cats, and this is a kind of a strange one. So it says, um, cats in dreams are a symbol of intuition, and that the health of a cat indicates whether you are heeding or ignoring that intuition. Um, it also has something to do with seeing cats in dreams symbolizes an independent spirit uh, creativity, power, and femininity. It also represents misfortune or bad luck. No. Oh. So. Yeah, they already said femininity, so. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Zing pow. Um, which is like, I don't think that's the mark, but it's not like totally off. But I, I do think that it's a bit of a stretch equating a leopard yeah. to a cat. Yeah. Um. So that's, I don't know, that's a little weird. But again, like, this is yeah super far-fetched well, anyway. So I looked up, uh, dreams about the end of the world. Okay, yeah. And in most cases, a dream about the end of the world means that there's a lot of stress in your life. So over the summer, that would have made sense. Right. Because rock bottom. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Advanced darkness, or that you are going through big changes in li- in your life, um, and I think the other, at this point in time, that's what the one the other night would mean. But mm-hmm. it was just the devastation of like not having that movie to watch. Because <laughs> that was the really upsetting part. <laughs> yeah, like the zombie locust nuclear apocalypse well, was one thing, but not having the movie. I mean, you want to talk about betrayal? I betrayed myself thinking that like this thing existed. Yeah. For like eight months you know what yeah I mean it might not just it might just be because you put the idea in my head now but mm-hmm. I am kind of vaguely remembering um, a point in time where I was so absolutely certain like if the fate of the planet depended on me knowing one thing and I thought that I knew that thing but it was only because of a dream mm-hmm. um, I feel like that happened that, that happened like once or twice to me yeah I just, I, for the life of me, as it goes, I can't remember what that thing could have possibly been, but, um, I think it's a lot like, 
having a little crushy poo on someone and then having a dream about them and then waking up and being so close to that feeling that like mm. perhaps you were together in the dream yeah and then waking up and not being there and like that very specific like not only are you not with him it also feels like you've broken up with them yeah ugh it's that, never a great feeling. That's a real heart wrencher. Oh. That was that was mostly high school. That was the high school feels every morning. Yeah. Yep. So it's like none of the pleasure of actually being in a relationship, but all of the pain of somehow not being in a relationship and still having to be broken <laughs> up with. Oh, that's fun. That's a good time. Do recommend. Yeah. Oh, now I know that's what it's going to be like tonight. <laughs> Well, I mean, hey, take your pick. It's either the apocalypse, getting eaten by a cat, or getting broken up with. Well, eaten by a cat would be a different one. Yeah. I'll say. It is different. <laughs> not not all that not at all that great, I'll be honest. Watching a human I've never seen before get his uh, throat torn out by a leopard's hind legs. Um while we all yeah. stare in abject horror. I mean I've had other dreams. That, like, kind of went on much longer than you would think. <laughs> like that. This can end literally any time now. <laughs> like, uh, in your time, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Not all of them bad, though. Yeah, I'm hoping for the good dreams now. Yeah. I do love dreaming. I'm happy for you, Doug. Thanks, babe. Babe. Babs. Babs. Um, well, you about ready to wrap this bitch up? I think so. Yeah, you're done? You get it all out of your system? I'm content with where we're leaving it. Yeah. If we if we pushed on any further, I think it would stagnate. This feels like a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of getting broken up with. Boy, if I had a dollar. Oh. Um, so let's go ahead and end it here with... My famous saying, thanks for listening. Nope, that's not the one. My famous <laughs> saying is, uh, for we have fun. Yeah. As always, I had a little... Mm. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, nobody gets that joke, because they shouldn't, because that's a, that's a one, that's totally a one-sided inside joke. It is a one-sided But I have been inside. Kevin... We even refer to ourselves as the as the what have you's lately. As Big Meat and Papa Sauce. Papa Sauce. I've been Papa Sauce. I've been Kevin, you know? You have been Kevin. And that guy over there. You are Papa Sauce. The one I'm looking at right now. Dangle. Doug. Um, uh, wow. Thanks for taking it away from me. Um I'm always as my good buddies, hey. As uh, my good buddy Geo knows me, I'm always Douglas, but also Big Meat. Yep. Well, Big Meat, Dang McSwang. I guess that's us. Remember, Dirk McSquirt. Okay. Uh, parties, <laughs> weddings, bar mitzvahs, uh, kinsen- bot mitzvahs, bot mitzvahs, quinceañeras. We're good at parties. Little league games. Yeah, especially Little League games. You need hype men for your child? Looking at you, Dylan. Look no further. And I'm looking at you, Dylan. (laughs) That one's mine. (laughs) 
All right, babies. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Say bye, bye. Bye.